This is Infants on Thrones. Listener Action. Welcome back to Infants on Thrones. I'm Glenn Ostland, and this is our November 2018 Listener Essay Contest, where you, the listeners, get to say what you want to say, how you want to say it, where you want to say it, and it is more than a privilege that that where gets to be here, that we get to host these on Infants on Thrones, where so many of us are all infants sitting on different kinds of thrones, right? Today's essay comes from Christina. And is titled, Just Your Average Not-So-Mormon Mom. And after you listen, please go to our website and vote for it and provide the author some personal feedback. Winners will be announced in early December. First place gets $200, second place $100, and third place $50. All right, ready, set. All right, go ahead. I would consider myself a true believing Mormon six to eight years ago when I thought things made sense and I could conveniently sweep my questions about polygamy and the afterlife under the rug and shelve them in my mind. However, I don't think I ever really agreed or bought into the whole thing. As a child, I was very much a tomboy and absolutely hated having to wear a dress to church. So much so that my mom sewed me a pants dress with wide legs to look like a dress. Although I'm cool to wear dresses now, I've never bought into the role of women and felt like an outsider to this secret club of nurturing mothers. As an adult, questions started to form when my aunt, who is gay, began spending more time with my family, helping me with kids, and being generous both with her time and money. She showed great kindness and compassion, and I started to wonder if people were really gay and it wasn't a choice, why would God create them that way? I moved to an extremely conservative and backwards ward in central Utah. Soon the discussions in church turned to the latest political battle over gay marriage. I heard some painfully judgmental comments which I tried to ignore. Until one Sunday, my aunt was visiting and came to church with us. Thankfully, she decided to follow the kids to primary because during Relief Society, the gay issue was brought up. I had enough and raised my hand and told everyone that my gay aunt was visiting, shared the quote from Gordon B. Hinckley that says, as Mormons, we should be most kind and compassionate. And I started crying. The demeanor changed and a few people apologized or agreed with what I had said. However, constantly having to listen to comments brought up after this incident affected me deeply. I just wanted to come to church to be uplifted, become a better me, and learn of God's love. I grew tired of hearing political and societal views that seemed unchristian. I rarely went a week at church without someone condemning our government and assuming everyone was on the same page. I was a square peg trying to fit in a round hole. The Mormon church does not have space for me. My husband is somewhat sympathetic and not a hardcore Mormon, so he isn't super concerned that I skip church on a fairly regular basis, but I worry about what he perceives as a potential breaking point between us. I worry about hurting him because it's unfair of me to want him to be where I'm at. I don't know what to tell my kids because at this point, I believe in God and that's about it. I tell them that God and Jesus love them 
but I'm not so sure he loves me. I feel guilty because maybe I'm wrong. I mean, if I don't believe what I was taught for 27 years, how can I be sure anything is true now? One concept that sickens and saddens me deeply is the polygamist heaven concept. Not only does it unfairly assume that more women will get into heaven, but also that my chance at the highest level of heaven means I am practicing polygamy. Uh, nope. I guess families can be together forever. Plus a couple ladies on the side you may or may not know. That sounds more like hell. Lastly, the Mormon culture in Utah is so judgmental and wrong on so many things. A mother of a young man in my ward once told a young lady that it's not appropriate to wear a certain dress because it was too distracting for her son. I'm a face person, so when I see an attractive man, should I ask him to cover his face? No, I keep my shit together and I appreciate the hotness and then move on. Also, the weekly social agreement of everyone believes the same as I do when we meet at church needs to stop. If there was room for my doubts and non-judgment for my concerns, I'd be far more likely to continue coming. I feel like I'm a closeted non-believer and have to stay that way in order for my friends and in-law family to accept me. So here I am, tired of the mental gymnastics and keeping my opinions quiet. I just want to be a good human and be like Jesus, but the Mormon church and Utah culture is in my way. Hey, that was great. All right, listeners, don't forget to go to our website and vote for this essay, provide some feedback. And if you've got something you want to say and you can squeeze it in before the end of November, record your own listener essay, send it to us, we'll post it. Come support us on Patreon. And as always, thanks for listening to Infants on Thrones. Hi, this is Hillary. Matthew Ryan. Carol Dutchley. And I like to play bingo online while listening to Infants on Thrones. You can comment on this episode on the website, infantsonthrones.com. If you really like what you hear, give the quorum a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. I did. I did. I did. Anyone for the closing prayer? Thank you for listening to Infants on Thrones. Infants on Thrones.